Hey everybody, and welcome to the Doctors of Running virtual roundtable, where we, three doctors of physical therapy, discuss the art and the science to the stuff that we put on our feet. Today, before we talk about what's on the docket, which you've already seen if you're watching the YouTube video, I learned today that David Sauce goes by DJ, so I'm going to try to call him DJ today. I feel like a terrible friend, but now I learned that you're actual, you actually go by DJ, so... For all of you out there who've been calling him David, shame on you. Start calling him DJ. Uh, anywho, <laughs> on the docket today, on the docket today is the Skechers Go Run Max Road Four Plus Hyper. I think I got all the words in there for it, but that's that's where we're at. This shoe uh, is ultimately an upper update to the Skechers Max Road Four Go Run. Max, whatever. It's 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 an update to four. Run Max Road Four, which is the Skechers Go Run Max Road Four Plus Hyper. So they really updated the upper. They went from like a cable knit upper, basically, into a combo of mono mesh and polyester. Still very lightweight. Uh, in fact, I think has lost a little bit of weight, a uh, little bit on the specs before we keep moving forward. The stack height on this thing is. 37 millimeters in the rear, 31 in the front, which includes the sock liner that's in there. Uh, so it gives us a six millimeter drop and the weight for a men's size nine is eight ounces. And for a women's size seven is 6.3 ounces. So maximal shoe, extremely lightweight, brand new upper. And I should say this has the full hyperburst midsole and then the outsole is a Goodyear rubber podular design outsole. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire. By famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Okay, so let's start with what we usually do. Let's talk about the fit of this shoe. What did you guys think of the new upper? This is the kind of one of the biggest complaints about the old shoe was the upper. Now they've given it a whole new upper, thanks to Skechers being awesome and listening to what people have to say. What did you guys think of it? They did a great job. Uh, the comfort from heel to toe is markedly improved. This version I could actually wear barefoot much more comfortably. I had much more trouble in the previous version with that. Uh, did have a teeny bit of blistering, but not in the upper, in the forefoot area, just with the first run, but that went away really quick. It's comfortable. It's also very secure, uh, which is really nice. I did have to lace lock the shoe, but didn't really have that much sliding like I did in the previous version. There's the uh, the upper design definitely helps the foot stay on the platform, uh, on, on the, and that was a complaint of uh, the previous version. So I can make turns in these, which is great. And this is the heel counter. This stuff is really comfortable. So they did a good job there. What do you guys yeah, think? Yeah, I, I agree with you, Matt. I think the breathability was a huge improvement. Yeah. Stability of the upper and lockdown is way better. I honestly, like you, I couldn't take turns on the old the old one confidently. I was always very ginger about it and shortened my stride. Uh, so this has been nice to have a better lockdown, way more breathable and, and comfortable. I'd say the one thing in terms of fit that I had a little issues with, uh, I'm going to try to show you here on this shoe, 
if you're watching, but there's a little bit of a kind of a cutout tab on the side, on each yeah. side. And whenever I'd put on the shoe, at least one of those would fold, fold under on my foot and I would kind of feel that pushing, but I just had to straighten out the tongue, which is a super minor issue because I do like the thin tongue. It's really good. But those little tabs on the end uh, just would fold under. There we go. Matt's showing it a lot better. That that outer tab would fold in on top of my shoe, so or on top of my foot. So I would I would just have to adjust that. But then it wouldn't move. So not a big deal. But it's worth mentioning. Yeah. Overall, I mean, I agree with both of you guys completely. Um, maybe not the tongue thing. That didn't really happen for me personally, but. The upper is way more breathable. It's way more reinforced and supportive, and I could actually turn in it, like how you guys said. Um, this is the old upper. So uh, this one would – it had, like, a stretch to it. It was weird. It almost felt like a webbing where it, like, wrapped on your foot. And the wrapping was actually halfway decent, but the second you got moving in it, it felt like it would move all over the place. Whereas this one – it's a little bit more traditional with how they made it, but at the same time, it breathes really well and it holds good through that midfoot. There's plenty of space up in the toe box. Heel counter is semi-rigid and it fits really well. It doesn't irritate. Um, overall, I was really, really happy with the upper update. So I think... How was, sorry, how was sizing for you guys? It was good. True to size for me. I, I, length was good. Yep. It was good. Yep. I think, again, echo what David said. There was There's plenty of room in the toe box. The shoe does fit a hair wider than some, so just know that if you have maybe a, a narrower foot, you might have to snug the shoe down. But the upper does accommodate uh, fairly well. And I do appreciate the way that they, they make this as a removable liner where the platform underneath is runnable as well. So for people who have a higher volume foot, you can't just take that out. They do that with a couple of their models, and this yep. is one of them. So, great. Let's transition to our next segment. Let's talk a little bit about the ride, but let's combine mm -hmm. that with stability. So let's talk about how the shoe ran in terms of how, how the midsole felt, how did the geometry feel, and then how about stability? All those things tied in. So... The it's this is the softest and most flexible maximal shoe that you'll find out there. The full length hyperburst midsole. There's a lot of hyper here, right? You got 37 millimeters in the heel, 31 in the in the forefoot. That's right. that's that's with the sock liner, right? So that's not the actual mess. We need to get those at some point. But there's a lot of midsole here. Um, now this is most of the time with maximal shoes, and I mentioned this in the review you generally need to have a huge rocker, which they do. They have a decent rocker on this shoe, but they need, you need that rocker usually because the sh a sole this stiff is not flexible. Well, they took care of that with the potted outsole, and this is still super flexible. I, I, there's no, I don't think there's any other maximal shoe you can do this with, right? So very flexible, very soft. Um, I, uh, we might, we, we'll talk about the, the heel bevel in a second. I didn't have as much trouble with the heel bevel. It actually was pretty smooth for me personally, but I, there's just a lot of flexibility here. So you need to make sure you have really stable mechanics for somebody like me. I need, I need a shoe that's a little bit firmer and a little bit more stable. So I had a little bit trouble going long in this shoe, but for people who like super soft and super flexible, this, and they're stable, this will do really well for you guys. Um, so I do. Too off, but what do you guys think? You guys have some different thoughts. I do have the numbers for just the hyper. Yeah. It's 28 in the heel, 22 in the forefoot. 
Yeah, so that's still a good amount. So even if you take the sock thinner out, right, that's still a large amount of hyper underneath your foot. So, yeah, I think that this shoe, taking out just my my personal feelings towards the shoe itself, but that this shoe is extremely unique in the maximalist category, which is probably something that Skechers was going for. Uh, I know in talking to um, their staff and their footwear development, they were talking about how they their athletes are who contributed to the design of this shoe, wanting a maximalist shoe that was flexible and very light. So this is kind of geared towards what their athletes were wanting in a maximalist shoe. And you're not going to find another one that's similar to this in terms of in the maximal category, this, the flexibility that this has because of, because of the podular outsole uh, is non, uh, you can't really compare it to any others. And for me, the, the, I agree with Matt, very soft. Um, It it is bouncy, but it's almost so soft that when you, when you try to put more into it, it's not like it, it doesn't feel uh, propulsive. It, it, it's kind of, you, you don't it's not mushy though. At the same time, it's got some bounce, but it's not a fast bounce. It's, it's a little bit of a bounce for me. I just had a, a really hard time with this one and the previous one in terms of the geometry of the bevel. Normally, maybe normally is not the right word, but this, this is a pretty aggressive bevel in the heel and the apex of it sits right underneath the the calcaneus almost at the transition from the rear foot to the midfoot so if you're landing anywhere further back you have you land here and then you have to roll up and then you get to come down the rocker and it's since it's so aggressive for me it feels like i'm running into a buttress where i like hit it and then i get over the hump and and then it smooths out after that the first mile in this shoe, I almost was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to run in it, honestly. But but because of how soft it is, it softened up, and I I took it that day on 16 miles. So I, it's not like it I couldn't run in it, uh, but I definitely noticed the transition from the heel to the midfoot was tough for me in terms of it's a little bit of abrasive, and then it would really smooth out because once you get to the apex. I think that the design of the midsole and the rocker here is really nice. That in combination with how flexible the forefoot is uh, feels really, really, really good. So I guess that if there was one thing that I wish was a little different was maybe just make that heel bevel a little bit less aggressive because for people who are landing up midfoot and forward anyway, that the amount of bevel in the heel wouldn't matter. Um, and I guess for you, Matt, it didn't, didn't bother you much. So this could be just a personal personal thing that I, I had an issue with, but, um, yeah, I did. Ultimately, I, I like how the shoe feels, the amount of, uh, hyper and the bounciness to it. It felt great over those, you know, my longest running them was 16 miles and it felt great the whole way through in terms of the protectiveness underneath and how you get such a high stack with such a natural feel from midfoot forward. It doesn't feel like you're just running on top of a ton of foam just because of the way that the shoe allows your foot to move. So I appreciate a lot of those things. Just the heel was tough for me in terms of stability. The upper made a huge difference from the previous one. I couldn't, I couldn't go more than six miles in the previous version um, just because my, my feet would hurt for lack of a, <laughs> a better reason. My feet would hurt because they would need to be stabilizing so much and trying to stay on the platform. The upper locked down a lot better. So I would, like I said, I could go 16 in these 
and it wasn't a problem. Um, but as Matt talked about, just the podular outsole, high stack, a little bit narrower through the heel and the midfoot. You got to be you got to be stable to to run in these. But if you're a stable neutral runner, you should be fine. Right for the, those who are who are or like really soft shoes, right? So we know you know right. Not if you're neutral, right? If you're body mechanics, if your preference is this, this is and if you're looking for a soft, um, flexible shoe, this is a great one for that. And to um to address Nathan with the uh, heel bevel, I think it's probably because I hit the ground so hard on the heel that I probably just compressed this whole thing. And I don't. I I do feel it a little bit, but. Probably hit it so hard. I'm like, ah, yeah. David. That's actually, you... that's actually that's, super that's true. where I come in. <laughs> so for the viewers out there, listeners, uh, they both land pretty traditional rear foot heel striking. Um, they land and roll off through that. When I'm running on my easy days, I might have a little bit of like a rear foot, but I tend to gravitate towards that midfoot a little more. So where I land, if you look at my outsole, where I kind of land almost right on that rocking point there. So it's not really like that bevel doesn't really affect me that much. And so for me, the shoe actually felt really smooth on the road and I, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, my main thing was actually with how soft the foam is and how with the podular design, they kind of alluded to it already, but it just makes an unstable design. And if you're having to control that entire pathway the whole time. You're not really going to have much to drive from. It's, it's not mushy, but it's not propulsive either. Nathan said it perfectly. And um, that's what I found. I found like on LSD, like long, slow days, like just if I'm just running super easy, <laughs> if, I, if I'm just running really easy and I have not a care in the world for the pace I'm running, the shoe is really nice. But the second that I tried to turn it up a little bit and like push the shoe and put some ump into it, I had a really hard time doing that. And it's just, this is a shoe that like walking around in and kind of jogging around in, it feels good to me. It doesn't feel bad. I love the upper update that changed tremendously, like how the ride was, like how you guys were saying. Because before, I remember, I think my longest run in the previous model was 10 miles. And that felt like a journey. And then, like, I've had three double-digit runs in this one with no problems. Um, so the ride, I agree with both of you guys. I mean, it's, it's very soft. It's very flexible. I think those are kind of the key things to get across. Um, if you land a little bit more forward and the bevel doesn't really bother you, it'll probably feel pretty smooth, even if you do land in the back depending on how harshly you're landing, it might affect that. that. That'll be more of a personal thing. I think you just get the shoe on and you feel it and see see where it goes. But overall, I mean, I think the ride's pretty smooth. Um, I think the forefoot, I, I think they could ditch the podular design, to be honest. And I think we'll probably touch on this a little later. But for me, with how high the stack is, how soft the shoe is, and how just how flexible the thing is, it's almost like too flexible with how soft it is. So I think if they can rigid it up a little bit, um, I think that would make the shoe more snappy and also just make it feel better while still not sacrificing that cushion they already have. Because um, for me, that's where I feel it is in the forefoot. Ironically, like how Nathan, you were feeling it kind of in the heel. 
but I was feeling it on the forefoot. When I'd come up onto that forefoot, I felt like I didn't have much to give. Like I was, it's like whatever the shoe has is whatever the shoe has. And like, it doesn't really matter how much I push into the ground. I'm not really going to accelerate that much quicker. Um, yeah. yeah. Just build, building off of that, I think what I would, this is again, a personal preference thing, but would definitely add a lot of stability, but keep Skechers goal of a very lightweight, soft maximalist trainer. If if you put the outsole to the go run ride eight on here, and then deepen those flex grooves in comparison to what because the go run ride eight is actually pretty stiff front to back. But if you deepened those flex grooves, I there's a, a guy who has who emails me sometimes to kind of check in on testing and stuff. He actually took um he cut, made cuts into those grooves in the go run ride eight to make them a little bit deeper. And he said that smoothed out his ride a ton. So uh, one, one little anecdotal evidence of uh, trying that out and it seemed to work for one individual. Obviously that's the best kind of evidence you can get, right? No, I'm just kidding. That's sarcasm for those of you who can't see what's going on. All right. Anyway, but I, I think- I, like eight. <laughs> I'm gonna go die. <laughs> no, but I think my point is though, you could add flexibility um, to a, a rigid outsole design that kind of comes from the go run ride eight, but increase the flexibility with deeper flex grooves. And that would stabilize this shoe without adding a lot of weight. And you get more durability, which we should talk about too. Let's, David, you kind of mentioned what, what you like to grab this shoe for in terms of the easy days um, with no real agenda for pace. What else would you guys have to say for speed or what do you grab this shoe for? And then let's talk about durability too. Now I personally made sure I tried to, tried to get everything on the shoe. I did a short fall look in it. I did a 10 mile run. I did short runs for me. This is a shorter recovery shoe when I am super beat up and trying to get, you just recover miles in. So if I'm doing like four to six for me, that was perfect. 10 was a little harder just for my biomechanics. I can see this working super well for a lot of people that are more stable that can do it for long runs in the shoe, but kind of that longer, maybe mod moderate pace at most, but kind of slower or long, slower to moderate longer pace runs or recover runs is where this thing shines because it's just so soft and flexible. It just lets you kind of move and get through the, the pace that you need to. But again, running faster was not not the purpose. I would certainly reach for either the Razor or one of the speedier shoes from the Skechers line for a for a faster day shoe. But for a long run, if you're stable or for a recovery run, this this shoe is is great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I'm with you guys. Recovery days for me too. Or you know, when I was doing my marathon training, I I, I did use this one for kind of my mid to long distance so like 12 to 15 mile days where that were just kind of just to get the miles in not with a not with an agenda for for speed that's what i would grab these for if i were moving forward uh they they are super light i mean this is an extremely light shoe for for what it's all underneath it so it could keep up when i had to put tempo in but like david said it didn't really give a lot back uh it just it's just so soft. So that's where I do think not to kind of keep hitting the same idea, but if they were able to firm up the outsole a little bit and make it a little bit more snappy, you could get a faster shoe at a same, at the same high stack and lightweight. So that would, that would be pretty sweet. 
Um, Durability-wise, mine looks pretty good. The Goodyear rubber is better than what when it wasn't Goodyear rubber. But I, I definitely see more wear than I typically do at 36 miles. Just with the when there's decreased surface area underneath, there's going to be more wear because there's more of the friction forces happening over a smaller surface area. So there's more wear that happens, and I'm I'm seeing that for me. But it should last. I would. I mean, it should last the factory standard. I I had a similar thought where I was actually really surprised with the change to the Goodyear rubber. Mine are actually doing super well, and I've got a little over 40 miles on them. And I, I mean, I've got definitely am chewing through the the exposed hyper, but you know, the actual outsole itself is doing pretty well. So the exposed outsole, but I, I do agree that I think, you know, for those who are light on their feet, this shoe is going to last a long time, right? Um, it would be nice if they had a little bit more outsole coverage, but again, like that's where you get all this flexibility from. So for people that want that, this is, that's going to be great. Just know, you know, if you're hard on your shoes, you know, you're, you're, you may not get as much, you know, mileage, but you'll probably get a fairly average number of miles out of these. So it's good. You know, it's doing great because the old one we, I definitely chewed through. Yeah, I agree completely with durability. Um, as far as speed goes, uh, just to touch on that a little bit. Yeah. Uh, same thing with the LSD stuff, you know, like long slow days. Um, I know you guys love that. I just had to repeat that one more That's time. That's what happens when he moves to Santa Barbara. That's yeah. <laughs> Definitely have not experimented with any of that stuff. But okay. um, I tried to put it through paces. I really did. And I just, I had such a hard time running fast, even like moderate paces. Like I think I, for me, I can usually get my workout paces down to probably like low five minute pace if I'm really turning it up 440 maybe right now. And like when I was turning this up, I got it to about 610, 615. And like, I felt like I was like, like, trying to go and i was just having a hard time really getting this shoe to send but um overall i mean on the easy days it was perfect i mean i actually really enjoyed it on the easy days and that's um, the purpose right that it's this right. is a this is a recovery day shoe this is a long slow distance shoe this is like eat those miles up kind of shoe it's right. not a, it's super it's lightweight for how much shoe there is here it's right. light right like there this is light soft flexible but this is not a fast shoe. This is... Well, this is actually lighter than some of the racing shoes coming out. Now. Yeah, right? So it's interesting. Yeah. What, I, what I would say, though, is the stated goal from when I've been talking to sketchers yeah. about it is they do want to create a fast shoe. And I think that, from I mean, we're in agreement, I guess, but, I mean, there's a yeah. lot there's a lot of other people to get opinions out there, which yeah, I think is cool. so helpful. Yeah. But I, I think if they want to make this shoe faster, they have to ridge it up the forefoot not make it like not you can keep the softness but you gotta you gotta decrease some of the flexibility it's just too flexible and too soft combination keeps it from being as fast as it could right but for those recovery days it is it's it's nice new great yeah awesome so just probably a slightly different purpose than they intended but still a, a good shoe and a really good update and really unique yeah Again, there's nothing else like this out in the market. So good, they definitely created something very unique. Yeah, and I think it's interesting to note too, this is going more toward durability, but where you land and where you drive from the most is going to be very prominent on this shoe. So for me, you can see it in the forefoot if you look in there. Like I am, let me see if I can get that shadow off. 
I do have some wear in there, like underneath the Goodyear one. And all my other pods are fine, but I do have some noticeable wear on that pod from the digging and the exposed midsole too, yeah. but on the actual outsole as well. But I think part, part of that reason is because it's so flexible, it's compressing so much that you're bound to scrape it and dig it a little bit more than you normally would. Um, but I think the durability is still fine, like you guys said. I think it have like an average durability overall, even with all that exposed foam. So you'll get like three to 500 miles probably for most, and in less or more depending on what, what your average is, but it's good too. It's, it's the, they have really listened very well to what the comments from the original ones. So good job, Skechers, for listening. They do go with that. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Okay. Into our segment, if the shoe were a blank, what would it be and why? No, I forgot so, about it. <laughs> this, this is not planned. The question is, if this shoe were a cereal, what would it be and why? A, bre a breakfast cereal, okay. what would it be and why? I can do it. You didn't choose sports teams. I can do this. Yeah, I, I wanted to give you a break, Matt. Thanks. Yeah. Breakfast. I made it by all the, the those ones, by the way. I'd, it's been challenging, but I did do it. You've done it. Like if this, the next one's going to be, if this was a research study. Nobody would want to, everyone would turn off the podcast immediately. Okay. Cereal. Somebody else go. Oh man. of my PhD. You I can start. Area I'm weakest in. I don't <laughs> do cereal very often. You don't do cereal. Well, I'll start because. Yeah. Because I'm the one who came up with the question. Got it. Great. Lead the way. My. Choice is frosted shredded wheat. So have you guys ever had like mini yes, wheats? Yeah. Frosted shredded mini wheats, yeah. that's what they're called. Anyway, that's my choice. Uh, I see them as they look like little pillows with a little white coating on them. So, you know, I think of the Padre outsoles kind of like these, they look like mini wheats and uh, they're soft, you know, pillows are soft. So I see that here, uh, but more than any other cereal, that one fills me up. Like, I, I can't do multiple bowls of that, but, like, give me golden grams and I'll just eat them all day long. I don't know what that has to do with the shoe necessarily besides maybe creating the stretch to say that. <laughs> I don't know where that's going. They're super filling. Shredding <laughs> many weeks are, are filling. Maybe that means this one can uh, put on the miles and make you make you feel a little sluggish i don't know no it's terrible but mainly for the pillow aspect i see them as these pillowy whatever i'm done that's my answer though i want to steal the classic one this reminds me of lucky charms right so you got the marshmallows in there they're very sweet and i can personally tolerate those in small dosages but if you're asking me to eat a massive bowl and probably not going to feel great i appreciate it I love well, they them. Do, oops, they do oops, just marshmallows or whatever. Oh, I didn't know that. That's, That's a cereal. Are they like, when you out of touch I am. 
Is that I'm old now. I just eat is special that... K, right? So I eat special K and grape nuts. So I'm old now. So I'm out of the touch with the kids cereal. Well, that's how, that's like me. I'm old too. Like the, the only cereal I eat would really be Raisin Bran or uh, Life. Dude, Raisin like, Bran is dangerous. Two of the most boring cereals out there probably. And those are my favorite. I am Raisin not, Bran is, I'm Raisin not Bran is very dangerous. I am not allowed to I, eat Raisin Bran in this apartment. <laughs> I, quick story. I ate Raisin Bran on the first day. This was back when I was in physical therapy school. On the first day of my final clinical, which is in a hospital, I ate a huge bowl of Raisin Bran. And thankfully they didn't have me treat that day because I literally was like, excuse me, I'll be right back about every 15 to 30 minutes. It was terrible. And I didn't know why I was like, what is wrong with me? And then I realized by like day four that I'd been eating Raisin Bran, which I wasn't doing. And then I stopped eating Raisin Bran and the clinical went way better. Yeah, I bet. You basically ate the equivalent of like a wooden swing set. So, we have Lucky Charms. Lucky Charms, because it's just that marshmallow softness that does that. That's good. It just, it, I can only tolerate limited amounts. Why am I so blurry? Oh, there we go. And now for mine. Yeah. All right. You ready for this? I'm going to go with Rice Krispies. And my okay for that is because they're very light and they're very flaky, but if you overdose on them, they can kind of get a little mushy too. And so they're they're light, they're flaky, they got that snap crackle pop, but at the same time, you can't have too much of it. And I think that is somewhat characteristic of this shoe. You kind of just have to enjoy what it's there for and what you can do with it. I actually know people who do love the sockiness of Rice Krispies and they will, or like the, the, and they'll just eat tons and tons and tons of that. Right. So just like this shoe, this is a very unique shoe. Right. And so there's a very specific population that's going to really love this. So you're lighter, faster person who really likes that soft cushion and flexibility. This is going to be great. Remember shoes are tools. Not all of us are going to be able to tolerate that for long amounts, but this is a great and unique design. And uh, some people like soggy Rice Krispies. <laughs> right I, th I think this is a great place for us to leave off today um so thank you for thank you for jo joining us in our conversation regarding putting the sketchers go run max road four plus hyper on your feet you're going to find a lot more secure upper on this thing so for those of you who ran in the previous but had issues with the upper only you'll probably really love this shoe uh and we can't wait to talk about what's coming through the pipeline next we do have the Razor Plus going through the paces right now, and we're excited to talk about that when we're allowed to and when, when we get all of our paces on the shoe, which will be really fun. And remember, if you want to support the stuff that we're doing, please follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Doctors of Running. Check out our podcast if you haven't already. That um, is Doctors of Running Virtual Roundtable. And then our YouTube channel is also Doctors of Running. If you have any questions for us on any of the shoes that we're testing, please reach out to us. We'll try to answer them in these uh, episodes that we're doing or over Messenger or whatever. Anywho, I'm rambling. We'll talk to you guys next time. <laughs>